Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. takes the snap. He's set. It's over. The Rams will win it. Aaron Donalds, the man who more than any other wanted the ring, has just made it safe for the Rams. Ooh, goosebumps. What a call, Jared. And... Ben Graham over there calling the Super Bowl live on SEN. Legends were made after Cooper Cup capped off an incredible season by winning Super Bowl MVP and Aaron Donald secured a well-earned championship for the franchise he's been facing for off. Oh, he's been the face of for years. Jared Waitley is the wizard behind the mic who provided our commentary of the game for SEN and SENZ and he joins us now live from LA and he'd be up and about. I want to get a bit more of an understanding. How was the night, Jared? Is he, Baz? Hello. Uh, yes, it's been a big night in Los Angeles. Oh, I think that's fair to say. Is the stadium's out at Inglewood, which is about 45 minutes from Hollywood. Uh, and once we got mm. back to the, the heart of Hollywood, the, the party was going, and so too it would have been in downtown Los Angeles. And and the, the declaration of the morning is welcome to the home of champions. They love a winner in LA. They've had the, the Lakers and the Dodgers for generations, and now the Rams join uh, join that illustrious company. Mate, what was it like calling it? Like, I've I've seen a few clips on the social media. You both, you and Ben, were getting right into it, mate. It was a it was a, must have been a fantastic game to commentate. It was. It was. Um, it was the whole. Um, the whole experience was quite phenomenal. Uh, a lot of that owes to the stadium, which is a, a five billion dollar mm. stadium that was built on the, the side of the old Hollywood Park. And uh, it is right to say that there is no sports stadium in the world like it, uh, and that's evidenced by the, the price tag alone. But the, the architecture, the so it's a, a sunken stadium. So you actually walk in from street level onto level six. And then the field is down below. There's this extraordinary uh, translucent canopy, which is built over the top, not only of the field, but of the plaza. And um, the technology inside, the, the infinity screen, which hangs from the roof, runs the circumference of the, the playing field. And there's an audio quality to that that doesn't exist anywhere else. So the, the pre-match, the national anthem... Uh, it was mm. it was just um, it was a, a spine tingling moment, and then the halftime show, which has been called the equal of any that's <laughs> ever been performed at the Super Bowl, it owed so much to the sound. As we've all been to concerts and stadiums, and the sound ripples mm. around and folds back, and you sort of just have to wear what comes. But uh, it was phenomenal there. So that and the game that went down to the to the final seconds, you, you can't ask for much more from 
the biggest annual sporting event of the year. Mm. Oh, Jared, it's Bez here. There was a, a beautiful description of, of the uh, what sounds like a bit of a coliseum in the stadium there. It's wonderful. I could picture it just uh, just listening to you then. Hey, um, mate, talk, talk to us. You, I saw a social media post where you, you took a picture of the stadium and you said, this is my dream job or something like that. That must yeah, have just been yeah. amazing to for you to have been able to be there and, and calling it and, and just being right in amongst the whole thing. It is. It's. Uh, I feel really privileged that it's part of my um, yearly calendar. So I've been to four and called five now. My first experience was wow. in uh, Minnesota where it was minus 25 degrees. And then this Super Bowl, which was the hottest ever, it was 31 degrees there yesterday. So that's <laughs> the extremes of it. And I've had the good fortune of calling Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl. And then yesterday to, to call the Rams winning in their own stadium uh, in, in mm. Los Angeles, which, uh, which does um, boast as the sporting capital of America, and I think sort of quite rightly so. There was a, a perfect fusion yesterday of, of Hollywood glamour with L.A. sport. So it can feel, the Super Bowl setup can feel a bit garish and almost otherworldly, but it is anchored in the fact that there's a, a high-stakes football game to be played. And when you sort of step away from... Uh, the, the money, I mean, we were talking $10,000 a ticket at one stage, is there are, there are, you walk around the concourse and you would recognise that from any rugby game, from any cricket game, from mm. any Aussie rules game, is a dad and a son in their jerseys of their team with their favourite players hoping to experience something special together and that's to see their team win it all. So wow. there's the, the, the extreme part of it and then there's the very tangible part is this is a football game for a for a premiership for a title for a championship and that's that you know that's how it lives in the in the hearts of fans who are there as well mate we were talking before um about the halftime show and neither of us were quite sure about it but you mentioned hollywood glamour <laughs> and high-end sport and such a such a big event so that halftime show do, do the artists actually pay themselves to be a part of that show or do you know how that works so they do it for free uh, and because it is um it it is the premier entertainment slot of the year so if you have anything to sell if you're offered that slot um typically it's taken because uh it's it's worth 50 fold whatever you might be paid for it but there's been a it probably works best when it's a tribute so last night was a celebration of west coast rap and it dated back to, um, I guess, this is not my long suit. I just want to say that at the start. But um, it, it sort of <laughs> celebrated all that that has been in Los Angeles, on the west coast of California. And it mm. played enormously in the stadium. I still feel like the biggest cheer that the night might have been for Eminem. Um, and the, the fact that they all sang along. And it is part, when you walk around the streets of LA, the soundtrack is convertibles, um, hood down, and the the rap music blaring out so it, it hit the cultural piece perfectly and in the past it's been regarded i think prince is the standard bearer what well, he was in atlanta um, michael jackson was in la 29 years ago and last was here and there was a, a collection of i think it was bruno mars beyonce and coldplay 
which had been regarded as the best ensemble. But to listen to the reviews today, certainly here in LA, they absolutely loved it for the way that it was intended to be. And any money that ends up getting made out of it is then donated to charity by the artists themselves. So it's um, it's an interesting little piece, given that it is uh, it is the entertainment slot on the calendar. Oh man, it was it was great. I was I was catching up on the social thing. Did you know there was actually a TAB odds for you could pick what Eminem was going to wear on the night? And there was a there was a yeah. there was a slot. There was one with a hoodie, a hat, and hoodie up, and he wore that last night. And I think it was paying like three bucks or two bucks something. You could actually bet what Eminem was going to wear. It was it was a fantastic yeah, thing great to see that you found the that. This great you found that on I the know. odds as well. As <laughs> <laughs> mate, you can bet on anything these days. Tell us about the game. What about the game, mate? Like, honestly, when, when LA Rams were up 13-3, you'd think it'd be game, game over. Odell, um, Cooper Cup, Stafford just playing it outstanding. But then the Bengals came back and, and made a game of it. Mate, what was your whole take on it? Yeah, it's, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was going to shape the game early on and caught oh, the first touchdown pass, yeah. two receptions, more than 50 yards, and it seems like he's done his ACL. So he blew his knee out, changed oh. his direction, and the, the suspicion is that it's uh, an ACL. So he'll be out of football for a long time. So that that reduced the Rams' effectiveness the moment that it happened. Mm. And the start of the second half was just unbelievable. So two plays, the Bengals' 75-yard touchdown reception. Controversial because T. Higgins, yeah. the receiver, did grab the face mask of Jalen Rams. Yeah, straight-up penalty that wasn't called. But that, that puts the Bengals in front. And in the very next play, Matt Stafford, uh, an interception, a, a dropped catch, which pops up in the air. And the Bengals had so much momentum at that stage that you wondered if the Rams would be able to claw their way back. That's when, but, but, without going too far into the tactics of the game, the challenge, the mismatch in the game was always going to be the Rams' defensive line against the Bengals' offensive line. And would... would Cincinnati be able to protect Joe Burrow and the answer was no and that was that was the most foreseeable mismatch and that's how it played out in the second half Burrow ended up getting sacked seven times Aaron Donald who's sort of the heart and soul of the Rams he he imposed himself Von Miller as well who'd been a previous uh, MVP in a Super Bowl for the Broncos um, six years ago they just got to Burrow the whole time so Cincinnati weren't able to put together another drive and then it was up to Matt Stafford, the quarterback, for the Rams with about six minutes to go, to go 79 yards and get the touchdown to put them in front. And it was a tense, it was such a tense drive. It was, it was mm. interesting in the stadium. It had been exciting, it had been exuberant. But then when it got tight, it was just tense. Is would the Rams be able to get what ended up being the last yard to get the touchdown? They did to their, their great receiver in Cooper Cup. So I think you would say that the best players, the star players on the Rams, all imposed mm. themselves when the game was on the line, and that's why they won. Cup, Stafford, Donald, Miller. Uh, and, and then it was up to the Bengals to see if they could get down for a field goal. They've got the, a rookie kicker who's been a complete star throughout the year and become a bit of a cult figure. They had third and one. They had fourth and one. And they, they just couldn't get the yard to get themselves down the field and take it to overtime. And Aaron Donald's had a big say in those last two plays. Wow. That's a great summation. Took, oh man, it was such a good game. Can you tell us about Cooper Cup? That, that last drive, that winning drive. He, he yeah. received probably eight of the nine 
um, receivers yeah, yeah. from from Stafford in that play. How come? How good is he for one? And how come they couldn't stop him? They knew he was going to get the ball. Yeah, yeah. So the, when it all boils down, so this is a highly technical sport, and uh, there's all mm. sorts of ways to drown yourself in analysis. But when the game was on the line, Matt Stafford was going to Cooper Cup every time, and everybody yep. knew it. All the players on the field knew it. All the public in the stands knew it, and everyone watching on television knew it. And that's the purity of sport, is were Stafford and Cup going to be good enough to combine to get that touchdown? And they were going to die trying, and there were penalties everywhere, and and the Bengals were prepared to do everything to stop Cup, including plenty that was illegal, and the referees who hadn't called much throughout the game started to call it. There was a critical third down call, and the ball was knocked away from Cup, but uh, the defender had hold of him. There's no doubt that he had hold of him. It's just, was it marginal? Was it there? And that's been hugely mm. debated here this morning. And then there was a pass interference call, which moved to the one-yard line. And then finally, there was the, the loop throw and just the strength and, and brilliance of Cooper Cup. So he's had a season like no receiver really ever has. They call it the triple mm. crown. Most catches, most yards, most touchdowns. And then he adds to that two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and he's the MVP. So the plaudits wow. for him are, are broad this morning. Uh, yeah, so he's a he he's been phenomenal. It's something like more than 180 catches by the end of the season, and he's been lauded as as the match winner that he has been. Wow, oh, that's fantastic. Well, we're going to have to let you go in just a minute, Jared, and we appreciate you taking the time and. Appreciate that uh, that you're part of the SEN team over there and uh, well in LA at the moment, but also over in, in Australia. And uh, it's great to be able to chat to you, mate. Uh, you mentioned the words uh, purity of sport. Then, well, well, we, I had a chance last week to speak to Bobby Lashley, the WWE yeah. champion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a massive I, WWE I, I fan. It. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you slightly envious, Jared, or what? <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I don't think I haven't been talking to my producer. Oh, hey, hey, where's that? My, uh, it was really my favourite part of yesterday, Baz, was The Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson oh, was yeah. booked to do the moment before the match, and I said it in our intro. If he didn't start with, finally the Super Bowl has come back to Los Angeles, and he walked out and he reprised The Rock. He stood there. He stared in the camera. He raised his eyebrow. And he goes, yes, he's going to do it. That was so great. Um, and he's always been a wonderful showman, and that's why he's uh, Hollywood's biggest star. But to have him as the, as the lead into the, the feature presentation was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Bobby Lashley, was, he was amazing. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was going to come on and, and be in character. So I thought he was going to be, you know, he's playing the heel at the moment. So I'm thinking, right, he's going to be real stern and a little bit surly. Came on, he was just the most loveliest man ever. Like he was so, he was so cool and just chilled, sitting on his couch, and it sort of threw me a little bit. But just, just before we let you go, then, Jared, who's your favourite WWE star of all time? Of all time, uh, the the Rock yep. is my favourite character of all time. So I've had probably the two periods in my life I had were. Was the peak of civilization, WrestleMania three, um, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. So probably Randy Macho Man Savage and uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at that stage. And then my second path through it when I was, um, I suppose early, maybe late teens, early twenties, was The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind, Triple H. 
But yeah, if you if you made yeah. me choose one, I would choose The Rock. And now that Dwayne Johnson's in sort of respectable movies, my my kids all love him as well, and I keep that little secret. Is <laughs> he's really a wrestler at heart? But you got you can have him as an action star, but I'll always see him as a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> mankind, mand- the mandible claw, mankind v the Undertaker in the boiler room. Oh, how good! Ah, <laughs> oh, good man, Jared Whiteley. Well, thank. <laughs> hey, we could, we could. Oh, very good. Well, thanks heaps for joining us, Jared, and we really appreciate it, mate. Travel safe uh, on your way back yeah, to Australia call. as well, and thanks. Yeah, and what a wonderful call as well. Awesome, broadcast and royalty, SEN. Uh, man over there in Australia and also over in the States there now. Jared Waitley, absolute champion of man, loves his cricket as well and a big uh, big wrestling fan. So real good get there, Louis. Good get team out the back in the kitchen. Thank you very much. We are going to be back in just a moment. What is it? 8.22 in the morning. We've got plenty more to come, including getting through your texts. You guys have sent us a lot of texts on double eight double three. We'll get to those in just a moment. But for now, it's a big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.